this is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are talking about movement as medicine the antidote to low confidence so this episode is going to be the start of a movement as medicine series where over a couple of weeks I'm going to be tackling how movement and different kinds of movement can have a huge impact on our mental health and our emotional experience. So I'm going to be focusing more on the mental side of things rather than the physical because this is really my personal domain of expertise but I'm going to be ending this series by inviting on an expert who will be able to guide us through a bit more of the physical impact as well. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, what your environment looks like as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sarday. I would love to see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? I hope that you are doing well. We are back for another episode and starting off a little series on movement as medicine. So this is something that I've been talking about quite a bit on my Instagram recently, mostly because I started this eight-week fitness challenge at my local F45. And as I've been going through this challenge, I've really shared more of the mental and emotional impact of exercise rather than focusing as much on the physical part. So, of course, I think by now we all know that moving your body and doing exercise is good to build muscle mass and to lower your resting heart rate and to lower blood pressure and all of these kind of things, but we don't as often discuss the mental impact. And I don't necessarily mean the mental impact in terms of the quote-unquote happy hormones that get kicked in when we do exercise, but really how we can actually be something that strengthens our mind and changes our emotional lived experience. So that's really what I wanted to tackle with you on this podcast series, how movement can be true mind medicine. And since this topic is so big and there's so many different ways I can go about it, I decided to make a little bit of a series. So this is the first episode of the series, which is speaking about confidence and how movement medicine can truly be the antidote to low confidence. So the first point I wanted to go through with you is, I guess, a little bit more of the quote unquote obvious point, right? Through exercise, through movement, you can physically change the way that your body looks. And when I say that it can be the antidote to low confidence, I'm extending beyond the fact that, yeah, you know what, maybe if you tone up or if you lose weight or if you look better, then you'll feel more confident. That's kind of obvious to some extent, right? But what is incredible about this is that when we decide to take up a certain movement practice, and our physical body changes as a result, we are giving the signal to our mind that we are able to create change, that we have the innate 
power to create change. And I think that is amazing. And this was phrased so eloquently by Tom Bilyeu. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He had spoken about this in a podcast episode I listened to on Mind Valley, which I will link in the show notes below. And he so eloquently put exactly what I had been thinking over the past few years, but wasn't able to necessarily put it into words in the same way that he did. And for those who might not know, I actually started in the fitness scene. So fitness was in a way my kind of gateway drug into the world of personal development, personal growth. And I really started in this world, firstly out of personal interest, and then I decided to go a step further and got my certification as a personal trainer, as a yoga teacher, as a group fitness instructor and spinning instructor. And when I stepped into this world, it felt like this rush of possibility opened up to me. And it wasn't just possibility in terms of look at the distance I've ran or I've increased how much I've lifted, but really this idea of, wow, I put my mind to doing something, to improving a certain aspect of my physical strength or physical endurance or whatever it might be. And by practicing and coming back to it, I can now do something today that I could not do yesterday. And to me, that was mind blowing and beyond the actual physical aspect. It was really mind blowing in the sense that we can change ourselves. We can change our life. We can change our lived experience. And this is why then from fitness, I decided to extend and go more into the personal coaching, life coaching, personal development, personal growth realm, because it felt like the physical aspect was really just the start. And I kept thinking, well, if I'm able to physically do something today that I wasn't able to do, and I was able to change my physical body and get physically stronger, what else could I change? What else could I do that I don't even realize I'm able to do yet? And the physical body is almost the easiest way to see that innate power that we have within ourselves to change everything. And we know that once we change our world, our inner world, then the external world changes. The second you're able to change how you feel on the inside, the way you look at everything around you changes on the outside. So even if you do not change your physical environment, simply by changing how you feel and you live your physical environment, then the physical environment changes as well as a result. So this to me was really one of the biggest powers of this world of exercise or fitness or whatever is really this door opening into a world of possibility that you are able to change. You do not have to be the same person you were yesterday, today. You can literally change elements of yourself which will change how you view and act in the world around you. And that is one way in which movement, can really impact our confidence. It's connecting with your innate ability to change yourself. In order to do this, of course, it has to be some kind of movement with somewhat of a challenge, right? When you're challenging your body physically, then you're able to actually get stronger 
or get more flexible or have more endurance or whatever it may be. So it must be something where you are pushing yourself potentially slightly beyond what you can do now in order to actually increase your ability. The second point in which movement can be the antidote to low confidence is once again more specifically towards challenging movement, right? Challenging yourself physically. And when you give yourself a challenge which is slightly beyond your current limit, then you are indirectly telling your body and telling your mind that you can, that you can reach beyond what might seem to be slightly out of your grasp. And this is why I have such a hard time with the current movement, which tends to be very, you know, let's be really soft on ourselves and let's kind of wrap ourselves in in cotton blankets and really not push ourselves too much, not go beyond what we can do or what we feel comfortable doing. I understand where that movement and that discourse is coming from, but to me, that feels like you're telling your body and your mind that you can't. It feels like you're telling your body and your mind, well, let's not extend too far. Let's not stretch you too far because it'll be hard because you might not be comfortable right? Because you can't or because you shouldn't. And where movement and challenging movement can actually have a much greater impact on your confidence is when you tell yourself, yeah, you know what? This is freaking hard, but I'm going to do it because I know that I can, because there is so much potential within me because challenging physical movement is more in the mind than it is in the body, and I know how strong my mind is that I can get through this. So when you give yourself a challenge, a physical challenge that's a little bit beyond your grasp, you are telling yourself that you can, that you can extend beyond what you are comfortable doing, that you can extend beyond what you have previously done. So that is the second way in which movement can be the antidote to confidence. And the third one I wanted to touch on with you today is that when you give yourself a physical challenge, you tell your body and your mind that you are worth struggling for. You are worth going through a period of uncomfort for. So if your best friend or your partner or your sibling or somebody that you really, really care about is going through a really hard time and they give you a call two minutes before you're about to go to bed and you're exhausted, you've had a really big day, you will stay up on the phone and talk to them, right? You will stay up on the phone and spend time with them and talk things through them because they are worth going through a challenge for. Maybe that challenge for you in that moment is just staying up late. I'm using that as an example because for me, it's really hard to stay up late and I like going to bed early. So for me, that would be a personal challenge. Maybe for you, it's the opposite. Maybe for you, it's waking up really early in order to hop on the phone when you know that somebody that you really care for could really use that early morning phone call to kind of help them get out of bed, right? So whatever it is for you, somebody that you really care about would be worth going through 
a pain and a struggle for? So the question is, are you worth going through a pain and a struggle for? Your friend would be, your partner would be, your sibling would be, or your parent, or whoever it is that you really care about and love deeply would be worth going through a struggle for. But what about you? What about your personal health? What about building a resilient mindset? What about improving your physical abilities daily? Is that worth struggling for? Because when you go through a challenging physical exercise and do challenging physical movement, in the instant, you are uncomfortable. In the instant, you are out of your comfort zone. In the instant, you are pushing yourself beyond what you're used to. And most of the time, when you do that, it's not pleasant. It's not comfortable. But you are doing it for you. So in that moment, you are telling your mind and your body that you are worth struggling for. And indirectly, that you care about yourself. And I had made an entire podcast episode about how maybe your self-care is actually making you miserable. And I really believe that a lot of us have self-care completely backwards. And we think that the best way to show love for ourselves is to do the easy thing, is to say no to what challenges us. It's to say no to the hard things. And I, once again, I completely understand where this narrative is coming from but a lot of the time the biggest act of self-care that you can give yourself is to challenge yourself is to say this isn't going to be easy but this is good for me this is important for my future self this is how i build emotional and mental resilience This is how I show my mind and my body that I am worth struggling for. This is how I show my mind and my body that yes, I'm gonna challenge myself because I can. And also this is how I show my mind and my body that I can change, that I can overcome struggle. Because if we are constantly sticking to our comfort zone, if we are only doing what we're comfortable doing and what feels good right in the moment, then what are we going to do when the world inevitably throws challenge, obstacle, hardship, grief, disaster upon us? Because that will happen at some point. And the only way we will be able to handle that when it comes is if we've built up a type of tolerance to challenge. If we know that we are capable of getting over an obstacle. And it might sound simplistic to say that going for a morning run is the solution to that, but it can be. It can be a massive step in that direction. So if you know that your confidence is maybe hindering you, if you know that you could do with a little bit more confidence, a little bit more trust in yourself, a little bit more belief in yourself, then movement can be the antidote. It can change so much. And what's amazing is that this antidote can be free, can be simple, can include no material, and it doesn't even have to take long. 
it can be 30 burpees in your living room during your lunch break. That's challenging. That would be challenging for me doing 30 burpees nonstop, right? Thinking about what would be a physical challenge for you, it doesn't have to be long, it doesn't have to take equipment, and it doesn't have to cost anything. But doing something that is challenging, that is going to push yourself a little bit beyond, but as you do it once again, the most important is the intention in which you enter the challenge. Not entering the challenge with a feeling of punishment, with a feeling of resentment, and with a feeling of negativity, but really going in it, thinking to yourself, I am showing my body and my mind that I can change. I'm challenging myself because I can and because I am worth challenging myself for. I hope this episode is interesting. I hope it gave you a few ideas. I hope it gave you motivation to challenge yourself physically this week. If you do, please let me know. Please send me a message. Send me a little photo or a video or something so that we can go through it together, so that we can celebrate you, so that we can celebrate you challenging yourself because you can, because you're worth challenging yourself for. If you feel like confidence is an area in which you need extra support, then I always say that the best way that we can improve and work on our confidence is by getting to know ourselves. When you know yourself, when you understand yourself, when you know why you do the things that you do, you can know yourself well enough to create change in your life. And through that, we increase our confidence. We start making small changes in our routines, in our habits, in the way we spend our time. We start understanding who we are, what we value, what we care about. And through that, we reach self-mastery, a place where we can work with ourselves to create change and not against ourselves. I am starting the fifth cohort of the Self-Mastery Solution in April. If you're interested, it's a small cohort of hand-picked individuals who are excited to create positive change in their life and are ready to step into something new. If it sounds like you, send me a quick message on Instagram saying, Victoria, tell me more. I will give you all of the details. As I said, it's a small, limited, hand-picked cohort. So let's have a little chat and see if you would be the right fit. And I can't wait to speak with you all about it. In the meantime, guys, I'll see you next week for a brand new episode. We're speaking about movement as medicine, the antidote to imbalance. Mm -hmm.